Shalom Aleichem. Uh, our topic uh, is kind of timely. Uh, once again, we're continuing with our um, with our approach of following Maseches Nadarim. One of the earlier sections of Maseches Nadarim discusses uh, the Avera of Baal Ta'acher, which is which is delaying uh, paying donations. Uh, we'll get a little a little introduction to that topic in general, and then speak about our particular question, which is, must synagogue pledges be paid immediately? I said it's a timely topic because right around now, it's after the Chagim, and during the Chagim, there's a lot of donations to the shul. Uh, a lot of shuls uh, sell aliyahs on, on Simchas Torah, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. People uh, give special donations for Yisker, and the question is, uh, do those donations have to be given at, at, the, at the earliest possible time? Uh, you can't give it on Yom, on on, uh, on Simchas Torah itself. So immediately, Motzei Simchas Torah or Motzei Yom Kippur, you would have to give the donation. Uh, I know my father-in-law, Olav Shalom, whenever he would make a donation for an Ali and Shul, Motzei Shabbos, there he was with the with the um, uh, with the money to give to the shul and made sure that that right Motzi Shabbos they had. So the question is, um, uh, what what is uh, what is one's obligation with regards to donating in a timely fashion? Now, just uh, this is uh, uh, just so it shouldn't be overly subliminal subliminal uh, advertis- advertising. Uh, the graphic on this uh, on our uh, on our uh, invitation to this week's Chabura is taken from the Chappelle's uh, website on the donation page. So uh, uh, this is an uh, subliminal advertising. Donate now to Chappelle's. Okay, that's donate now in big letters. Now, background: uh, delaying donations. <sighs> The Torah speaks directly about uh, about not delaying things that one donates. Uh, the Torah says, um, when you make a neder to Hashem. Now, there are two kinds. When we say the word neder, we mean two different things. One meaning of neder is when I prohibit something on myself. Uh, let's say a person uh, prohibits, takes a netter, he takes a vow uh, about chocolate. He prohibits chocolate to himself. That's one uh, one side of nedar. But there's another kind of netter, which we refer to as nedre hektish, uh, which is where we, we take a vow to donate something. That's what this Pasuk seems to be speaking about. When you make a netter to Hashem, your God, don't delay paying it. For Hashem will seek out seek it out from you, and you'll be found uh, lacking. On the other hand, if you were to not donate at all, there would be nothing lacking about that. You would be not missing. There's no sin in that. The words of your mouth. Make sure that you keep them. Do what you what you donated. Now, um, there is 
This is a negative mitzvah. Don't delay. Um, now, arguably, uh, this is a uh, a love she'en bo maaseh. It would be a prohibition. This lote acher, because if you would delay, delaying is something that is done passively, and a love she'en bo maaseh, a prohibition that doesn't have an action attached to it. Uh, there is no malchus. There is no lashes. So, for instance, if somebody ate pork. There's an action in eating pork. That's a prohibition. On the other hand, here, this is something which is a, a you transgress through inaction. So that's what's referred to as the lav she'im b'masa. However, there also is a positive mitzvah. The Torah says, Ki the place that Hashem chose of all your tribes to place his name there, that God should dwell there, you should seek that out, go there, and there you should bring your, your burnt offerings, your, your sacrifices, uh, your tithes, your truma, your donations, two different kinds of donations, neder and nedava. One is when you say uh, this animal is a korban, when you when you take on yourself that you're going to give a korban no matter what, not necessarily this animal. And the firstborn of your, of your cattle and your sheep. Now, this seems to be a positive mitzvah to give, to bring the sacrifices that you're supposed to give as neder on nedava including other things. So uh, hence the um, and you'll see in the in the Sefer um, uh, and other and other uh, but it comes all it comes out of a suge in Darim Daf in in excuse me uh, in in um, in the beginning of Rosh Hashanah uh, in the context of discussing the fact that that the first of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah Lirigalim it's the first, uh, it's the it's the head of the year. It's the Rosh Hashanah, the new year for holidays. What is a new year for holidays? What's that? So the Gemara says that this is following an approach that when a person makes a, 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 uh, a, a donation to the Beis HaMikdash, he says uh, that he's going to give a Korban, for instance. So then... He has uh, three regalim. The Gemara lists about four or five different approaches to what the rule is. But but one of the approaches that the Mishnah is referring to when it says that Tish, that Nisan is the is the the uh, Rosh Hashanah for holidays is because for the mitzvah of delaying you have three holidays, but they start according to this approach in Nisan at Pesach. So you have to go through a Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. If you go through Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, not any three uh, holidays, but a three holidays that begin with Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. So if you made a, a neder, let's say, in Adar, so you would have the next three regalim. If you made a neder uh, in uh, in uh, Iyar, so you'd have you would have a little extra time. You would have uh, a Shavuos, a Sukkot, and then a Pesach Shavuos and Sukkot, and then you would you would be over on Baal Tachar, according to that approach. 
The approach that we follow is not exactly that approach. It's the approach that you have three regalim, you have three holidays. Um, now, that's a negative. That's the Avera. The Avera is that uh, if you if you don't uh, offer your sacrifice uh, that you said you were you pledged you were going to donate, so then if you delay it. Uh, not just one holiday, but two holidays, three holidays, three aliyah regals, three holidays. Again, you could offer it right away. Let's say you offered, you made a donation in in Adar, and right in Adar, you go up to the base of Megdash Kivaldik. But if you delay, you transgress only after three regalim, after three uh, three uh, pilgrimage festivals. Now, the there. The Gebara in, in in the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, again, the Sugi begins at Daftal, it goes on to Hay and Vav. Um, it says that there is a positive mitzvah. That's what it seems to say of Uvasa Shama Vevesim Shama, that even though you only transgress Baltacher, thou shalt not delay after three regalim, but you have a positive mitzvah to offer the sacrifice and this is what they say at the first at the first uh uh holiday so so uh let's say you made that uh you said i'm going to offer this animal as a korban so and it's in adar so then on pesach you've got to offer it if you don't offer it on pesach you didn't do the positive mitzvah however you only transgress the negative mitzvah if you go through not only a Pesach, but also a Shavuos and a Sukkah. So once Shukkah came and you didn't offer it, you transgress the negative mitzvah. It's, again, it's a lav shein bomaisa. It's an inactive uh, avera, but an avera it is. It's a, it's a pr- prohibition. Okay, that's the that's the basics in the Pesach. The Ramam presents these halachas as follows. Echad nedarim enadavos, im shara dvarim shadam chayavahem. When it comes to these two different kinds of donations. Again, one is hare alai and the other one's hare zu. One is I take upon myself an obligation. The other one is this animal I'm going to offer. Along with all the other things that a person is obligated of erchim, damim, maestros, matanosanim, all different kinds of things that you take on yourself. Erchin is when you say, uh, the the value of this particular person, I'm going to obligate myself to monetary obligations, tithes, uh, things that you're supposed to give to the poor. It's a positive Torah mitzvah to offer it on the first holiday. He quotes the Pasuk. That is to say, when you come to do, to do the Chagiga, to do the holiday, Bring everything you're obligated. Um, uh, and bring all of your obligations there. If the holiday came and you didn't offer it, you you transgressed, you 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 negated that positive mitzvah. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. You didn't, uh, three holidays went, you didn't offer your sacrifices. Um, 
Then you transgress the, the negative commandment You don't transgress the negative until you until the holidays all pass through. There's no there's no malchus, there's no lashes because it's an inactive avera. Okay. That's the that's the basis of the positive and the negative mitzvah with regards to delaying. Positive, it's not even the first opportunity. It's the first holiday that you have, the first regular that you get. The Torah doesn't obligate you. Let's say a person makes a, 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 a neder in Cheshvan. It doesn't say go up to the base of Magnus. What, you're going to wait all the way till uh, till uh, till Pesach? Kislev, Teve, Shvat, Adar, Nisan, you can wait five months? So it doesn't say that. It says the first regular that you hit. Then you got to offer it. Um, so that's the positive mitzvah. The negative mitzvah, once again, you only uh, transgress after three regalim. Okay. Now, we still didn't get to our question about synagogue pledges. Simply, we've been talking about sacrifices, tithes, uh, monetary obligations, but it could be. Uh, it could be to the base of Migdash. However, the Shulchan Aruch and Yeradeh rules um, based on, again, that Gemara in, in Rosh Hashanah. Again, we're following the order of Nadarim and Baal Ta'achar does, does appear early in the Masechta, but the Sugi is really much more, the Sugi proper of Baal Ta'achar is in, is in Rosh Hashanah. Hatzdaka harei bechlala Nadarim. Tzedakah giving money to the poor. So that's that's included in the darn. If somebody says, I take them on myself to give a sella a certain coin, a certain amount of money to tzedakah. Or, oh, this money is tzedakah. You have to give it immediately. If you don't, if you delay, it's you 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 transgress the negative. You can give it right away, and the poor people are around. Now, this means that with regards to one regal, one holiday, three holidays, that's all with regards to sacrifices and those other things the Rambam lists. But with regards to the poor, the first opportunity is when there are poor people around. But then delaying is also determined not by three uh, holidays, but by by poor people. Vim ain't so many. What if there aren't poor? Mafrish, you 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 set it aside. And you leave it until the poor people will come. That's with regards to tzedakah. The Ramah. All this refers to tzedakah that you have to, 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 to distribute yourself. So you take off money and you say, I'm going to give this to tzedakah. I'm going to give a certain amount to tzedakah. So if they're poor people, give it right away. When tzedakah is donated in the shul, to give it to the gabai, the collector, or other tzedakah that you have to give to the gabai, either 
uh, uh, tzedakah that you donate in shul or tzedakah that you're to give to the gabai. And the different communities would set up different rules about how to how to make donations. Um, you don't transgress. Even though there are poor people around, unless the gabai, the collector, uh, claims it from him. Then he transgresses immediately if he doesn't give it to the gabai right away. If there are poor people around, once again. So Tzedakah has a unique status. Tzedakah, if there are poor people around, the time to give is immediately, but also delaying would take place if you don't give immediately. Uh, now, it's not necessarily that tzedakah has any any uh, uh, a separate status the way I mentioned it. Simply, the reality of what's considered delaying, the same uh, obligation to give it the first possible opportunity, and the same uh, it's considered delaying if you don't give it uh, at the right opportunity. So then, uh, with regards to korbanos, you're given a a uh, a special, uh, I guess, leniency in the prohibition, three 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 alila regals. But with regards to tzedakah, when there are anim right there, the obligation and the transgression of delaying take place immediately. That's if you have tzedakah by yourself. And you you pledge give tzedakah by yourself. But what if you pledge in shul and everything is done through the gabai, or it's tzedakah in a community where the tzedakah uh, distribution is done through a gabai? Then the time is when the gabai claims it from you. Um, if there are anim, and the gabai would have given the, the, to them immediately. If it's not known, meaning the Gabbai doesn't know that he made this donation. Let's say the Gabbai wasn't in shul that day and you made a donation in shul. So that the Gabbai can uh, claim it from. Now this coming, this is coming, this this piece in the Ramah is coming from the Mordechai. Uh, again, the Mordechai is the Talmud of the Marami Rutenberg. This is from the the uh, the great great Ashkenazi Rishonim Poskin. Now, just the Shulchan Aruch adds: Zarech lizayir melidor. One should be careful about making the darim. Vim poskim tzedakah v'zarech lipsokim ayam. And if if they are uh, setting uh, uh, tzedakah distribution amounts for everybody, and this was sometimes done, not that uh, please guys, let's donate or. Or who wants to donate? Let's auction this up. But rather, uh, what was sometimes done in communities was you give this, you give this, you give this, you give this. They set amounts that everybody has to give. Then uh, Yomar below netter. He should say, netter, he should say that he's doing it without making a netter. Now, this is a, a very important, significant uh, uh, point that is that is coming in in the bottom of the ninth, which is that a person, if a person verbally makes it clear that he's not making a, a netter, um, 
so then he is not going to be uh, uh, transgressing the the aver of not keeping an eder because it's not an eder. Now, that does not mean uh, that you can, uh, let's say, in the tzedakah, in the uh, in the in the shul when the auction is going on, and you say everybody is uh, is is donating in uh, four shekel, four thousand shekels ataresa, five thousand shekels ataresa, fifty five hundred ataresa, blinetter. Uh, okay, now we after Yom Tov, please everybody, please pay up your your uh, Ataharesa and uh, your Aliyah uh, uh, um, debts uh, for for Chosen Torah, for Chosen Brachis, for Kolona Orim, for whatever it is. I say I, I said Belinet, I don't have to give anything. So you uh, one of the articles I read uh, quoted one of the contemporary post scheme that. That you have to uh, you have to give what you donated to give. You said you were going to give. You got to give. It doesn't have the force of a neder, but it does have the moral obligation of giving uh, based on what you what you said you were going to give, keeping your word. Now, uh, now to our topic: Do synagogue pledges have to be given immediately? Now, I I just want to point out something that I wasn't one hundred percent clear about. the The Ramah is quoted in this context with regards to synagogue pledges. Uh, however, uh, if you look at the Ramah, the Ramah seemed to be talking about pledges to tzedakah that were made in Shul. I just want to open up. What about pledges to Shul? Meaning pledges to the synagogue, not pledges in synagogue to give to the poor. Not the community tzedakah fund or the or the even the shul's tzedakah fund, but the fund to uh, pay the electricity in the shul, um, uh, to pay for the for the cleaning of the shul, etc., to pay for new svarim, all those kind of things. The the things that are needed to pay for the shul is that included in all of this? The simple thing would be. A netter is a netter. What does it make a difference if you're making a netter for tzedakah or you're making a netter uh, for a for a uh, community mitzvah need like the synagogue, the upkeep of the synagogue, or the upkeep of the mikvah, or what happens, to, whatever it happens to be? If you made a a, a vow that you're going to give the money, and the money is claimed from you by the gaboyim, uh, and it's needed immediately. So arguably, there shouldn't be a difference. Now, Ramordechai Leo, I want to read together. Uh, Ramordechai Leo uh, writes the following. Ramordechai Leo was asked, um, pambeshana. Are you able to once a year pay for your uh, your nadarim? Meaning, you you get aliyahs throughout the whole year, and uh, and when you make when you get an aliyah, so they um, uh, they they look at you. You know, uh, they're giving the mishaberach, mishaberach of and then they look to you. Want to make another mishaberach for a donation? And you you nod your head yes. 
and then they say, uh, and he'll give money to the shul. And let's say there's a standard donation in your shul or, or in some other shuls, or, or you say a particular amount of money. Um, uh, some shuls uh, auction off aliyahs, even Monday and Thursday. Some shtibloch do that. Whatever the case, over the year, you amass a certain amount of, of nadorim, uh, uh, yizker, uh, uh, special auctions, uh, uh, dated uh, weekly Shabbos aliyahs, whatever. So the Rav asked, this particular Rav asked Rav Mordechai Liyahu Zatzal, can I, do you have to, can you pay all of your donations at once, once a year? So he answers his follow-up, now he quotes our sources, uh, I got your letter. And the old issue of paying the nadarim once a year. This is not a good minag for a couple of reasons. He quotes the Shulchan Archit that says that if there, you make a vow for for tzedakah, and anim are around, needy anim are there right away. You have to give immediately, and if you delay, not only didn't you follow the positive mitzvah, but you transgressed the negative mitzvah bal teacher. Because of our Raman, the Rama writes, "She madam taram knesset." Now, here, this is if if the language of the Rama. Uh, I felt this wasn't 100% precise uh, because, because the language of the Ramah was when Sadaka is donated in Shul. This seems to be not necessarily, he, he says to Shul. So I feel that's not identical 100%. But Miswara, I can't differentiate. The same issue should, should apply when the Gabbai's contact you, then you have to give. If there was an auction and you got the mitzvah, you got the aliyah, you got the atah you got whatever it happens to be, hagba galila, because you outbid your friend. And the, the, the expenses of a shul are constant. They're regular expenses. You always have to pay for, for electricity and cleaning and other needs. So it's really conceptual in that, that different. Even if we, we say, well, the, the, uh, uh, the quote here was imprecise, but it doesn't really make a difference. Or now, uh, Vigam, now he adds something interesting. Vigam im What happens if there is in the in the coffers of the shul uh, enough money to get by for X amount of time, and they don't really need his his nadava? It's just it's just building up resources for the future. Still, he's over babal ta'acher after three regalim. So point number one, his objection is. Uh, because the shul's needs are usually immediate, you transgress by not paying immediately. And even if they aren't, let's say 
you, you know your shul, it's a, it's, a, it's a super wealthy shul. Still, after three regolim, you're going to be over. Number two, even if there is money there, uh, the now this is a totally different issue. Uh, the value of money is changing. Now, um, the the buying power of Currency sometimes changes. Now, in Israel, sometimes it fluctuates uh, a lot. There are periods when it fluctuated a lot. There are periods when it fluctuates very little. Um, uh, but uh, that's a reason, he says, why you should be not delaying your payments more than a month. Um, and I assume that number is uh, a, a, an amount of time where the fluctuation of the of the value of the amount you donated is going to be relatively insignificant, because so let's say you you say uh, there's an aliyah, thirty six dollars. Well, within a month, thirty six dollars is still thirty six dollars. You can still go to the makolet and buy thirty six dollars. You can go to go to the go to the supermarket buy thirty six dollars worth of the same stuff. But if it gets longer, it might be that thirty six dollars goes uh, doesn't go as far. Now, another thing which is very practical, and here you see Rav Mordechaleo's straightforward uh, 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 approach and thinking, uh, when I think about this myself, I'm, I'm wondering, how you're able to remember all the Nadorim that you made during the year. Now, there might be somebody who's, who's an accountant type and he puts every, writes everything down every time, but not everybody's like that. And many are not like that. Now, if you go and donate more, you say, listen, how much could I have donated? Well, I got an aliyah once every couple of weeks. Uh, and um, and then there was uh, Yisker. There was Yisker uh, uh, three times, et cetera, et cetera. You make all the cheshbon. And then you say, you know something? Maybe I forgot something. I'll add another uh, 400 shekels. Okay. Okay. Mato. Very nice. However, uh, if you do less than you actually donated, how are you ever going to know? And how are you going to fix that problem? It is good and desirable to discontinue this menhag. Perhaps once a month, you should... You should give the uh, the nadarim that you made in the previous month. Uh, again, best practice is immediately after um, after Shabbos or after Yom Tov. And it could be if the shul needs the money, you're obligated to do it right away. Uh, one of the things he mentioned earlier, the fika. Now, um, God willing, you should merit to continue and to and to uh, uh, to make Torah uh, uh, grow and become more uh, splendid, powerful. God's will, you should successfully fulfill. If there wherever you turn, you should uh, be very very successful. Um, 
and God should be with you. So in short, there's a positive mitzvah to offer your, uh, to give your donations right away or the first opportunity with sacrifices, it's the first regal. There's a negative prohibition of Baal of not delaying. With sacrifices, that's, you have three regalim, you have three, and some say that's an abstract, that's a shear for all the delaying. However, tzedakah is a special case because tzedakah, uh, it's considered delaying if there are anim around, if there's the poor around, you don't donate immediately. And not only that, you transgress if you don't donate immediately. What if you donate uh, through in a shul and the gabbais are going to be doing the collecting? Uh, or you donate, like Ramona says, uh, to the shul. Um, so then, then are you do you transgress right away? So um, um, he mentions three issues. If the shul needs the money right away, so a simple thing is that you're you're over just like if the anim uh, are around right away. Let's say they're not. Well, then there's two other issues. Uh, one is is um, uh, the value of the money perhaps fluctuates. So you have to make sure that you uh, you give what you said you were going to give. Number two. Uh, uh, is it is it practical that you're going to really remember everything you've donated over over a whole year? So so again, theoretically, he says you could donate uh, you could donate again, provided that the shul has everything has enough to function on. Uh, you could donate once a month. If it doesn't, I think that it sounds like you've got to donate right away. Um, anyways, that's the. That's the Mordechai Liao. So, so the question of must synagogue pledges uh, be paid immediately? The simple answer would be if the shul needs the money, it sounds like they really should. Uh, and and it might not only be a uh, a positive mitzvah, you might also transgress the negative uh, mitzvah. Now, uh, what if it's the kind of thing where the gabai does the collection? So when the gabai uh, approaches you, so that's when you got to give it. Uh, one last point, uh, Belin Neder ends up being extremely important, extremely uh, a, a big deal. And that's not to be um, uh, um, uh, treated lightly. And that's why when they make a Mishaberach, uh, he, Belin Neder, will donate the following. Uh, so even though he does say a donation, and in general, people do it, but people don't want the sin of nedarim, so they verbally make it clear that they're not making a neder. They're not making one of these, one of these vows. That is what I wanted to share with you today.